Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And joining me, finally back from his uh, long vacation, Rick. Hey, hey, hey. wasn't that long. But one hell of a show to come back to. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh. So, Schwarzschildmarken is the name of the anime that we just did. Uh, it was twelve episodes long, and it came out in two thousand sixteen. Um, and it's a alternate reality of Earth, and it takes place in nineteen eighty three. So. The premise was a little confusing to me. I couldn't really tell who was the main character, I, like at all. There was one main character who was the redhead, who for like maybe six episodes was our starring character, and then Theodore. So you have four Theodore. main characters. You have uh, Iris. We're just gonna call her that because that's what Theodore, the other main character, the main male protagonist, anyway, is. And then you have Katia. A another female protagonist that comes in towards the end, I want to say towards the end of episode one. Um, and then you have Lise, uh, Lise, Lise, yeah, Lise, who is the sister or the adoptive sister family to Theodore. Um, so they do delve a little bit in that uh, incestuous relationship. A little bit later a little on, bit. Uh, a yeah, we're gonna go. Hey, you know what? It's cousins, so we're just gonna go with a little bit. They're not full blooded okay. siblings; they're cousins. Um, okay. So, as I was saying, it is uh, takes place in 1983, um, and the world is split in half. So you have East Germany, West Germany. And on one side, it's the Allies. The other side, it's Russia. And in the middle is East Germany and aliens called Betas. Now, from what I understand is Beta has decided, it didn't decide, when they landed on Earth, they basically mounted a full-fledged assault, which should have stopped all wars that mankind could kind of come together and fight this alien intruder, but that's not quite what happened. Yeah. So at all, a few years after the betas, these aliens first appeared, um, humanity did a united front to attack the asteroid or, or the colony that these aliens have created. Um, their hive. So yeah, their hive, it failed horribly and they commented on it and that they've been losing ever since that first initial uh attack uh outreach to try and crush them um now your thought is well why don't they use nukes why don't they just you know bomb the hell out of them well they commented on that and they touched on that saying that nukes actually don't do anything it it 
doesn't hurt him, doesn't phase him, nothing. Which is weird considering bullets apparently do. Well, bullets and rockets. But I, I think what it is explosions. is explosions. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think what it is, is it's more along the lines of radiation that doesn't damage them as it would us. So you can hit them. And I think what the bullets and rockets are doing is it's creating that initial blunt force trauma and they could be killed with the shrapnel and debris and everything else that's being kicked up. But it's, uh, you know, it's not as effective, you know, it, it, you would just be damaging your own planet and, and causing more problems by dumping a bunch of nukes at them. I understand that. And what I will say is I'm glad you touched on the destroying planet part, because I was thinking, dear Lord, they have an unlimited supply of fuel and ammunition, and they're, they're not shy about using either one. And they have Gundams essentially that, can fly in low atmosphere and hover like jet engines and they overuse the fuel that they're given. Like they, whenever possible, full throttle, just open her up and just dump everything, which is kind of crazy. Right. But they do make comments on when they're going around fighting or they're out there for a certain amount of time. They do talk about them Hey, we only have 30 fuel. We're low on fuel. We only have 30%. We only have this. We only have that. And when you're in a combat scenario, being a hundred percent eco-friendly with the fuel ain't exactly possible because you have to be able to break away from your enemy and, you know, be able to do the maneuvers you need to be able to do to be able to get yourself out of danger or get to where you need to be. At first it looks as though, um, that the whole point of the story is that they are fighting these aliens. And that's the whole story. Like in the first episode, you believe that's what it's going to be. Well, into the second episode, you learn pretty quick that that's not the case. Not, not even close. In fact, it touches on so many aspects. It is ridiculous because you have them focusing on them fighting the aliens them focusing on the political turmoil that's going on, them touching on the the Secret Service uh, the, or the Stasi, um, as they're called, uh, aspects, and how the psychological portion of it all plays into it. It's it's a really good a really good anime to to come back to. Uh, after a long break, I feel for you, especially when it's one that's kind of hits home on a lot of your favorite genres. It does. I was truly surprised by the fact that it was not only a thriller, it, it actually has depth. And what I love about it is kind of what I hate about it. And that sounds weird. But what I mean by that is it makes you think way more than I mean you want to. If I'm being honest, because what you're looking at is you have a warrior fighting, but it's not the enemy at your front. That's the most dangerous because at least they have a straightforward. This is what they obviously want mentality. It's the enemy behind the closed door. And it's weird because you can't really trust anybody. You want to. You think you should. But every turn, every turn you get, you're throwing a new loophole. And 
what's kind of funny is no one really even trusts i mean even the main protagonist the main male protagonist until much like episode four or five which is crazy to me and he he has a kind of um i'm not even gonna say resentment um for iris but he he calls her a stasi informant Uh, calls her a stasi dog and the reason why is because of the story. And now he he learns the truth like three episodes in. Um, he learns the truth that the reason why she is considered a Stasi dog is because her family was found to be attempting a coup. And so the Stasi came there. And in order for her to prove her is- innocence, so that way she didn't die, she had to kill her brother. Now, it became a rumor that she informed on her brother, but that was never the case. She, she actually never informed on her brother. It was her brother that essentially saved her life by having her kill him. Exactly. And so while the facts show that she killed her brother, the reason behind it justifies the action. So they're using truth to, essentially make nobody trust each other, which only helps this, the, them in the end. Right. So it, it really plays heavily, like really heavily on, can this person be trusted? Should this person be trusted? And it plays more so on that fact in the second episode, when Katia comes in and you find out that she's from West Germany and she's defecting or seeking asylum in East Germany. Now, the Stasi already caught wind of this. They don't believe it. They want to question her. They want to find out why she's truly there. And Theodore is tasked by Iris to protect Katia. Now, Katia is the daughter of one of the generals that his uh, that Iris's brother knew who attempted the coup. And it just plays this major theme all the way throughout and it really focuses in on Theodore's progression all the way through his his evolution. So Katia always had her sense of justice. She's always been like, I am supposed to do this. This is what I'm supposed to do. Iris, even she had her point where she knew that's what she needed to do. Theodore had a special hate for Iris until he found out the truth because he was captured by the Stasi in the beginning because of this whole coup. And then he was tortured and then he was released because he finally told them all the information they knew or that he knew, told them whatever they wanted. He even made that comment that I am, I will tell them whatever they want. I do not care. I just wanted to get out. And yeah, it was one of those situations where I don't necessarily think he knew what he was saying to the point of, he just was willing to say anything just so that it would stop. And unfortunately in order to do that, he informed on his whole family. Well, his family, his mother and and father were already killed or his adoptive parents rather were already killed. So there, there wasn't any stopping that. It did kind of suck just because of how everything decided to play out. You know, the thing that was most sad to me was you could tell that he loved his family and they might've been defecting, but they were, that's what the Stasi got him for. They were trying to defect to East Germany 
No, they were trying to defect. Sorry, West, to West Germany. Yeah, West Germany. Sorry. Um, which and apparently that was bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got, mean, like if you're trying to leave your country, and especially during that time frame, even then it was, you know, they had whole people, like individuals, and and they point, touched on this because Lisa, uh, Theodore's sister, um, he thought she was dead, and she's been dead the whole time, and she. She had been twisted completely by the Stasi to where she used her body. She did everything she could to find people who were trying to defecting. And then she had them all executed. Like she, she completely lost her mind and everyone except Theodore was completely weary of her. They, they did not trust her. Theodore trusted her completely because he loves her. And also because she's family. Well, not only because she's family, but because he loved her. He, she was his lover. Like they came back, and when everything was going down, she came up behind him, hugged him. She's like, "Don't you love me?" And they, everyone's even commenting on this. You know, they're commenting on him being her lover, and that she made, you know, that they had sex together. Yes, that was kind of a huge point, but it wasn't for the reason that they had sex. Nobody was mad. That they had sex. No, um, no, they were mad because he's blind to her, because she is his lover and sister. Yeah, and they weren't that way before. I guess would be the best way I could put it. We she don't know. Only did that. We do know because no, her we, words in the at least subversion was ta- uh, something to the effect of "at least take this from me." No, no, that's not what I'm saying. We don't know we, their true dynamic relationship. We only see bits and pieces of it. We don't no, we don't know how that, they were growing the, up together. We don't know the kind of interaction they had because it's after seeing each other after three years, you don't go, oh, I'm instantly in love and in love with you and attracted to you. No, that's something that just like comes up because you've already had those kind of feelings and wanted those uh, kind of that kind of relationship to begin with. So we don't unless, know. We don't unless know. Unless you were, yeah. You're, you're going to say yes, the, but you don't know unless no. you were What there. I'm saying is if you have an objective and the way that she was trained, what they said was the Stasi's tactics were to use body manipulation, emotional manipulation, everything. Right. And when she decides to meet him while naked, <clears throat> But they already She's, had those kind of connections before then, and he already no, they had, didn't. Yes, he did. They, no, they didn't. Yes, he did. That, he already I, I, was bashful, and he she was yeah. I understand bashful, what you're trying yes, to but say. They hadn't had sex yet. No, I never said sex. You don't have to be in love with each other and have sex. You can have a completely platonic relationship. Okay, but yet no, you're right. Then you are right. I thought you were trying to imply they had a, had a more physical dynamic going on prior to that no i was trying to argue that they didn't no i wasn't arguing that i was arguing that they were already in love with each other beforehand and that's why she's able to easily manipulate him on top of them being siblings it's that they already had that emotional connection not physical emotional okay i can agree to that but i i believe that she it might not have been genuine on her side Oh, no, it was totally genuine, and you can tell with how snapped she was. Like, 
especially towards the last two episodes where she just completely lost her lid and she was pissed off that he wasn't running away with her. Oh yeah, no, she she was completely in love with him. Like everything she did, she did it for him. And it makes perfect sense on why she was so fixated on trying to get rid of anyone. I mean, like even at certain points when she had the opportunity to kill him in a couple different spots, she didn't. She wanted him. She wanted him to side with her. She was completely in love and infatuated with him. Like she was, she was just gone, but that's what she wanted. I think you and I have a slightly different takeaway. No, I'm saying that because that's also literally what she said several times. Yeah, but I'm trying to say that she was also there for a purpose. Oh, she did. I, I do believe she loved him. And I do believe that she sacrificed herself so that he could get away from the Stasi. Like she traded her freedom for his that I believe wholeheartedly, but you don't stay in that environment and remain true to yourself. So I think she was no, brainwashed she... and manipulated See, that's and where that, you're mistaken. I, I take the brainwashing and the manipulation. I can understand that. But for a lot of people, when they go through something very traumatic and something like that, and it's pushing them beyond the brink, it takes those once innocent and pure feelings and just pushes you right out the door because what they're doing is they're manipulating her with her love for him. By dangling, saying, we can kill him at any time if you don't do this. And it just plays on that. And when you find that person's weakness, when you're trying to do the manipulation and the brainwashing, you hold that key. You don't destroy it. You make them want it, yearn it, and just completely go mad for it. And that's how you manipulate people. You don't go, hey, your brother's still alive. Cole, by the way, you need to do this. No, they're going to find your weak point. Theodore was Lisa's weak point. And it took what was innocent and pure and twisted it into what it ended up being. And her being a psycho. But No, I, I do agree that, that you don't get rid of a key for a tool you want to keep using. But I don't... Uh... I think the feelings may have been one-sided because she does remark that he might like the captain because he likes big, he likes bussy blondes and that she had found a magazine of his under the bed. Yeah. And he, the way he responds to that was as I would hope a typical brother would be in, in with embarrassment and crap. You weren't supposed to find that it's not mine. Um, that kind of thing. And the way she responds to it was uh, not as a healthy sister should. Well, that's why I said they took what she already had and twisted it. So she did love him. And it was through the manipulation. Like she had just completely gone and everything she had been doing, everything completely was for him because they found her weakness and twisted it. Well, I think that our, I think we've come to an understanding, but the way that it was worded before, I think implied that they had physical interactions prior. No, I never even said they had physical interactions prior. I simply said that they had feelings prior, that they loved each other prior, not had sex prior. Okay. 
So in that case, yes, I, I do agree. I think while his might have been a purely platonic love, hers was not. Yeah. And and it just grew from there. And then obviously the clothing and suits that they're wearing when they're piloting the mechs doesn't make anything easier either. <laughs> well, I don't they never really touch on that. So I don't think that I don't think over sexualized conduct is you wear your skin tight leotard, sir, and you tell and you're me you're gonna watch it, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you run around in your skin tight <laughs> leotard the whole time. Now what's interesting is um they're in, they are in these super skinny tight tight leotards and it goes all the way up to the face which i don't know why they have those things on their face um the only thing i can think of is when you are in first person view and you see what they see essentially um i can only think that that's kind of like google goggle i guess you, you know what i mean because the google glass yeah, where the image pops up and you talk, and it's kind of like FaceTime, but not really. I gotcha. Um, um, because I don't think you'd want to obstruct the whole... You don't want to take really that much of the monitor away when you're fighting. Yeah. I don't know. It just... The suits were a little weird. And what's interesting is they're in the snow wearing those, so it's cold out. Everyone else, like West Germany, all the other people that you run into, everyone else... Wearing, you know, jackets, a little bit heavier clothing because it's cold and icy out. But not them. No, no, no. They're like, I am happy to be in my leotard, sir. Let us be doing this. Yeah, let us be free. Let us be free. Well, see, the, it's weird because I think that the pilots, and they're, they're referred to as, and specifically referred to as pilots, they're different than infantry. Or regular people. Right, but I don't even know why. the other pilots don't wear jackets or wear a more heavier outer clothing than them. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And, uh, well, while all this is going on, all the incestuous relationship love, the psychological torture, being attacked by aliens, you also have uh, internal conflict going on within East Germany that's getting ready to blow up, too, at the same time. So you have your political aspect, a uh, coup d'etat going on. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. So the Stasi, I, I believe that this anime does a very good job at taking controversial topics and muting them to the point that it doesn't bother you as much as it would if it was a regular show because they use sixes very, very consistently in the first three episodes. And after that, they don't really remark on it too much other than to name the squadron of the beast. Well, they've but been like, the uh, Squadron of the Beast since the beginning. No, no, yes, they have. However, what I'm trying to say is, like, everything for some reason came in sixes. You had the, the emblem, which was the three sixes, yeah. But everything that they were doing was like, oh, yeah, we need six of those. Oh, yeah, we need six of those. For, like, the first two or three episodes, and then that died down. Um, now, normally, I'd be... I, I, I'm not as religious as I once was, but it's still kind of bothered me a little bit, but it wasn't enough to where it turned me off of the anime. And then the Stasi, it's very, very close 
to the real German version Nazi. Well, Stasi and, is the literal secret police for East Germany that uh, was abolished in 1990. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's why they were using Stasi. Because that was huh. their CIA, their KGB. That's their secret police. And that makes sense. Given everything that goes on, that makes perfect sense. Because they were throwing really, really, I, I would say hard and hard and uh, not depictive, but distinct similarities between the CIA and the Stasi. Right. I would well, say they're trying to put them on the same level almost. Well, a secret police is secret police, sir. Secret police is secret police. I'll give you that. But it's... <laughs> you know, nothing like a defining something with itself. <laughs> right. What does that mean? Secret police means secret it, police, bro. What do you want? What do you expect? It, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh. no, it definitely, uh, definitely lived up to its its implied terror and its implied name um they were very manipulative they were very just nasty they were easy villains to hate and they didn't do they didn't do what people tried to do nowadays where they tried to take the villain and, and humanize them they were cold collected and calculated calculated yeah everything they did had a, the desired outcome and but at the same time, they made them relatable. They, kind of, but not really. They they made like, them the relatable enough to where you could go, I can, I can totally get the mentality behind what they're doing. I, I can, I can see that one of them just like completely went off the deep end and interpreted it one way. Another one's only looking out for himself, and the, the other one, he's doing it for his home country. I guess you could see it that way. I mean, the way I saw it was a little more uh, self-centered and politically driven would be the best way I could put it. Oh, yeah. Politically centered and, and extremely, extremely self-centered and politically driven. Oh, yeah. Um, it was kind of weird. Like, your desires don't matter. My desires do. Yes. Kind of how they were going about that, I think. And then so to boot it all, how it ends with with it is that you spend the last couple of episodes with basically everyone fighting against each other while also at the same time, kind of trying to fend off the aliens and with the internal conflict strife and everything like that with it all coming to a resolute end with Theodore killing his sister. Uh, yeah. Not even in the last episode too. Yeah. Yeah. And then Iris dying, which she could have been saved. She could have been saved. One of the supporting characters, uh, Annette, instead of, you know, throwing the gun to Iris, she could have, you know, taken it and shot it, you know, shot the perp who was going to kill her. Instead, she throws the gun at Iris, who's in cuffs and grabs it and, and then shoots the perp. But, you know. That's, that's, uh, you know, neither here nor there. So <laughs> whatever. Are, are you finding, are you finding flaws in this perfect anime, sir? Oh, there's so many flaws. <laughs> so many flaws. Uh, so it, it ends with basically the outcome being that Theodore and Katia basically 
winning their side of the civil war mini coup d'etat that was going on winning uh iris dying katia dying basically almost everyone else that was a part of the 666 also die except for what annette uh beatrix katia theodore i think they're the only ones that are left yeah maybe I know Theodore is. Um, I know Katia is. And Beatrix, you see her alive, but her head's hair's been completely cut. So she's rocking a butch hair because she's in the hospital. Mainly because, you know, she's in the hospital and she was around a fire. So <laughs> as you do when you're around a fire, things burn. Um, yeah, I, I feel <laughs> that they could have. They could have ended things a little better. They could have, but at least they gave it an ending with a direction. So they didn't go, oh, the aliens are still here. Oh, there's this coup d'etat going on. Over here, this person's still captured. Over here, this is going on. They didn't go like what they could have done. What some do is like basically, you know, where episode 10 was, have that be episode 12 and then just go, okay, well, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. No, what they did was they resolved... The internal conflict, they're starting to become, East uh, Germany is starting to be assimilated back into West Germany, so it's about to be one Germany again, and everyone's, you know, trying to focus in on the betas, the aliens, and you have that clear focus, that clear line of sight saying, yes, they will continue to do this since there's no longer that fighting right there between them. See, I can see where you're happy about that, but at the same time... I feel like I'm not going to say I feel cheated because I don't. I kind of do a little bit feel cheated. I lied. I feel like the, the they they steeped out and did a whole everything's fine. We're good. No one's upset. Bad guys die. I mean, that's that's not what I've come to expect from from anime. And I feel like they, for lack of a better term, Americanized it. No, and it's not. It's not necessarily it's, a bad thing. It's it's uh but it's not so much that they americanized it, they decided to just end it where they decided to and then moved on with their lives. Uh, you know, leaving you to to, you know, derive your own conclusions because I don't even think the light novel gave a con- conclusion as to how the uh uh, the aliens uh, are defeated if they're defeated at all. Yeah, I was just say no. They're they're they're. It's. I don't think they got a conclusion like that. That would that would just be too good of a conclusion. I think it was more along the lines of, "Hey, we're still fighting the good fight because we're the good guys." Yeah, and you know, I'm actually okay with that. Truly, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that ending. That wasn't everyone's okay and everyone survives. Yeah. Which was fine. It wasn't a happy ending, but it was a good ending. Eh, could have been better. <laughs> um, on a scale of zero to five, sir, how would you rate this? Um, four. There were some things I didn't like about it. All right. Which um, were? Well, for the anime that, that the length of the anime that it was, they tried to to crush everything together, and so people there were certain people who were needlessly evil. They didn't really have what I would consider to be a a good enough motive for doing the things they did and they glorified mercy killing. Like I'm saving you by putting a bullet in your head. Okay. That's one way to put it. And I didn't really, 
for the amount of time they touched on the fact that he had sex with his stepsister or his his sibling, it, it didn't warrant actually ha- happening. It didn't play a big enough role, in my opinion. Um, I don't see they could have been they could have done without that. I think it was gratuitous. I think that it could have been handled a little bit more tactfully rather than in your face. Boom. You know? Yeah, I gotcha. I feel you. Um, but on the good notes, again, super complex as far as the storyline goes. You had several stories that were going side by side, and you were able to keep track of each and every one of them without really falling off or losing your place. And that, I feel, is incredibly difficult. Um, the animation was really good. I paused it a few times looking for, like, not really cheat ways to do it, but have you noticed when when people have real fast action, certain things get deformed? I really didn't find that here. So I think the production quality was, was really big. Um, I noticed that it was dubbed in Spanish, Portuguese, French, I think, was one of them as well. Um, I think that it's worth what they're putting into it to dub it in all those languages. So this would be really good. And I feel to, uh, I would watch this again. All right. Yeah. They even have a, a spinoff, so to speak. It takes place, uh, like 20 years after the events of what happens there. Oh, um, okay. So you might know better than me. I, I haven't they seen able it. To, oh, oh no, <laughs> it's like 2003 and they're still fighting the, the betas. So, you know, obviously they they haven't made much headway in destroying them, but I I I feel like maybe that'll be a great one to watch. Maybe in the near future, uh, we'll see where it comes up on the random wheel. But uh, sounds good. Uh, for me, I give it a, I I give it a four for the all the same reasons you do. Um, but I'd I'd like to add one of the things that I didn't particularly care for, which is. Theodore's progression. He went from hating the world, emo, forget this, forget that, forget you all, I hate you all, to... So he, he went from whining to caring too much. He went from whining, not to caring too much, he went from whining to kind of standoffish, caring, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm embarrassed, I'm a little shy... Can I, can I be your friend? Okay. Thank you to, I love you all deeply. We all should be together. Let's sing Kumbaya to, so you feel, you feel his progression was too quick, too drastic for, well, it's, it's some of it was just like, why, why, why would you jump from one extreme to the other? Cause he went, it wasn't just like a gradual progression with him, like becoming one way or the other. It went from, one emotion to another emotion to another emotion to another emotion. Like he, he couldn't, you know, show a wide variety of emotions. He, he had to be solitary in the emotion that he was feeling like for a good two episodes every single time. I I see what you mean. Yeah. That was, I don't know that, that to me, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but that to me symbolized the stoicism or the, the single mindedness that the German soldier was prone to. Well, I mean, I, again, I could be looking too far into it. I mean, most of the Germans were hopped up on drugs. <laughs> well, again, single mindedness. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, but I, I give it a four. So, uh, 
it's your choice. What are we watching next week? Um, going from that, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm partial to Isekai. Um, and typically Isekai will be, you're transported to a new world and you're overpowered. This one, Konosuba, are you familiar? Very familiar. Ah, all right. Sweet. Yeah, uh, so I have. I'd, I'd like to watch season one. Season one of Kana, Kanasuba. Yeah, there is a season two. I don't know if you noticed that. I I've seen them both. Oh, I have seen them. Okay, both. I've only seen a few episodes of season two, and maybe half of season one. So I will take this opportunity to go with. I'm hoping a light-hearted jaunt into that realm of fantasy. Light-hearted is. The least of your worries, sir. It's I, 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 I will thoroughly enjoy rewatching this. Oh, okay. Um, so I look forward to a high score next year and next week. Yes. Uh, so Konosuba season one will be next week's. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you uh, liked this episode, if you've seen Konosuba, if you've seen Swartz's Markin, if you've seen any of the other ones that we've done, feel free to reach out to us. We would be very appreciative if you did. You could reach out to us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at, at those anime guys. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to us uh, on your favorite podcast catcher. Leave us a review. It will help us out. And until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. Later. <laughs> Later. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.